Well, folks, imagine my arish, August Tasola Gomsa, or a scra, go will shibsha, go my August egg wind salt as an armchair, untak, well, again, eganursha. So, it's been a busy uh, bit since the last podcast. I was up uh, in Bunkrana, myself and Richard, Chris, doing the uh, launch of the Eddie Fullerton Leergas book, and then over at Queen's doing uh, a Good Friday Agreement, What Next event as well, which was hugely informative, I thought, and had a very, very good attendance. So, uh, the Eddie Fullerton event, Eddie, Eddie was a, a friend of mine, and uh, I knew him just through the normal run of Sinn Féin work. But in, in March 1984, I was shot. Uh, there were a, a team of us coming from Belfast Courthouse, and uh, we were driving up May Street at the back of Belfast City Hall when our car was fired on from a passing vehicle. And four of us, myself and the late Sean Keenan, the late Joe, Joe Keenan, no uh, relations, and the late Kevin Rooney, who was uh, driving, were all hit. And, and Bob Murray uh, escaped injury, luckily. Uh, Kevin was very brave that day. He He was conscripted into driving us back from the courthouse there was a problem with the other car and uh, he was older than the rest of us but even though he was hit he, he kept going and delivered us up to the uh, royal victoria hospital so anyway i was wounded in the neck and in the shoulder and uh shortly after this clayton i went up to donegal for me to recuperate and friends of martin mcginnis who had a holiday home a mobile home not far from Bunkrana in the Inishowan Peninsula, very kindly give us the use of it. Uh, a local Republican, not long out of prison in England, the late Raymond McLaughlin, and his wife Mary, the, the parents of Podrick uh, McLaughlin, TD, and unfortunately also Raymond is not with us other. But uh, they, they came back and forth, made sure we weren't lacking in any home comforts. And among our most frequent visitors was Eddie Fullerton and his friend, Jim Furry. And they looked after us. The crack was mighty. And Eddie particularly took great pleasure in bringing me about the Inishon Peninsula. He told me the history of this very beautiful part of the world. He brought me one day to the little quay close to the Crana Bridge, where the Crana River meets Loch Swilly. And it's here that Wolf Tone landed after his capture on Locksville by British forces in 1798. And it's known locally as the Stone Jug. And there's a memorial nigh standing to Eddie alongside the Wolf Tone Memorial Stone on that historic spot. Now, Eddie was assassinated at his home in Bunkrana out at Cockhill by the UDA in May 1991. He was one of three Sinn Féin councillors. The last doctor on Murrah Drum, 17 party members, four family members, who were killed and who were victims of British state collusion during the years of the conflict. And numerous others were injured or had their homes bombed or 
their offices bombed. So we joined Eddie Spumley on the 32nd anniversary of his murder in the Lake of Shadows Hotel for the launch of a little Leargas book. It's the latest of this series, Councillor Eddie Fullerton, visionary, patriot, martyr. And it tells the remarkable story of this fine man from his birth in 1935 through his formative years up there in Donegal, his journey to Scotland like so many others, and then England, his marriage in Birmingham to Dana, and his return to Donegal. And Richard Macaulay, as always, is to be thanked for his assistance with research, and Donny Morrison did the, the proof reading. And the book also recounts not just his formative years, but his period as a Sinn Féin councillor and his activism. And it also provides detail drawn from the family and from the police ombudsman Operation uh, Medina and Operation Greenwich reports on the extent of British state collusion in his murder and the failure of the Irish government to challenge the British government's cover-up of this. Now, Eddie was a larger-than-life character. He had a huge map of her, a big, thick, grisly beard, and a voice to match. He and Dana had six children, Johnny, Marina, Albert, Amanda, Anita, and Daddy. And incidentally, Amanda spoke really, really well at uh, last week's event. And our friend Albert who was very active in the campaign, was killed tragically, I remember it well, in a, in a road accident in 2006. Now, apart from his work locally, and Eddie was a, an avowed internationalist, but apart from his work locally and his, his uh, thoughts on the international global situation, he was a regular contributor at the, regular Sinn Féin, at the annual Sinn Féin Ardesh and at other party conferences. He, he was naturally gifted. He, he was funny, even when he maybe didn't mean to be funny. Uh, and he marshaled his arguments and he presented them passionately. And he always, at the RDS, would run over his allocated time. And on one occasion, I remember uh, the chair, I think it was Sean McManus, vainly attempting to call Eddie's contribution to a halt. You're over time, Speaker. And there are other contributors waiting to speak. Will you please wrap your remarks up? He tried to interrupt Eddie again and again and again, but Eddie didn't flinch. He kept right on going. And finally, after a very stern warning, the red card was being offered up. Eddie turned and said to the chair with a big grin, Look, I've had to travel 163 miles to get here. And that's not counting the roundabouts. So I'm going to speak and I'm going to finish. And he did so to a huge outburst of applause. So that was his nature. He, he, he brought light. He, he brought humour. He cheered people up. Another occasion, and this is on the cover of the book, you see him walking out of uh, through the gates of Linster House. And it was part of that... Uh, attempt by the Dublin establishment to ostracise the Sinn Féin electorate and the Sinn Féin representatives. A government minister refused to meet a council delegation because Eddie was part of it. And rather than see the opportunity for his colleagues to speak to the minister, Eddie withdrew from the meeting. 
He's probably famous for his campaign to have a dam built to supply water to Bunkrana and to assist local businesses. And he, he went to that for a decade at least. And eventually he succeeded. And it was constructed in the Pollen Valley just outside Bunkrana town. It took 12 years to complete. And it's now named after Eddie. And years later, Martin McGuinness wrote a poem about it. Martin and Eddie were great friends. That's, that's where Martin is uh, from, where his parents are from, where his connection is, where he and Bernie got married. So this Leargast is a celebration of the life of Eddie Fullerton and his activism, his republicanism and his family. It also tells the story of collusion and the background to his murder. So I would urge you all to support Eddie's family and their efforts to force or to get the Irish government to stand up for their right to truth and to challenge the British government's efforts to prevent them getting the truth, especially through the current legacy bill. So the book is available from www.sinnfeinbookshop.com or from on Ashog, 55 Falls Road in Belfast, or from www.thelarkstore.ie. And incidentally, this is the ninth of this series. A tenth will be published uh, in June, later on this month. It's at the printers at the moment. Celebrating the activism of Fran McCann and Alex Maskey, and then during Phil and Fubble in August, there'll be another one about Rita O'Hare. So watch this space. That'd be appropriate to read Martin's poem, Fullerton's Dam, by Martin McGuinness. Purple heathered hillsides clothe the peaty bogs, leaching streams of water, swimming pools for frogs. Down along the glenside a rich brown bean does run to meet and greet another beneath the rising sun. Here below twin bridges, the crana springs to life amid kamikaze midges where father found his wife. At Castle Gates, Salmo waits out in the swilly blue for destiny and a leaper's spate to bring her home so true. A creator with an earthy faith decreed his plan would make this valley the perfect place to gather raindrops in a lake. Well done, Martin. Well done, Eddie. And last month also marked the 75th anniversary of Nakpa, or the catastrophe, the forcible expulsion of three quarters of a million Palestinians from their homes by Israeli forces in 1948. On May 15th, 1948, the Israeli state was formally recognised by the United Nations. And the expulsion of Palestinians, which had already been going on, was stepped up. 750,000 Palestinian people were dispossessed and forced to become refugees in their own land. The new state ethnically cleansed over 500 villages and killed 15,000 Palestinians. Today, Palestinians are subject to the apartheid regime that is now modern Israel. More than 3 million live in the occupied West Bank and East Jerusalem, and are subject to ongoing arrest, internment, daily attack and murder, the theft of land and water, 
and other resources and the destruction of homes and schools. Two million Palestinians live in the Gaza Strip under an Israeli siege. And almost two million more live in Israel where they're subjected to extensive discrimination by a system of structured political and economic discrimination. As a result of this policy, there are almost 8 million Palestinian refugees. In solidarity with the Palestinian people, Sinn Féin TD John Brady recently introduced legislation in the Oireachtas calling on the Irish government to instruct the Irish Strategic Investment Fund to divest itself of all current assets belonging to companies operating within the illegal Israeli settlements that are in breach of international law. However, while the Irish government claims to support the bill, it has chosen to block the legislation from progressing by attacking the human, UN Human Rights Council database on which the bill is premised. As a result, the Irish state remains financially connected to the actions of Israel within illegal settlements. And this attitude is similar to the government's approach to the motion passed by the Oireachtas in December 2014 that called on the government to officially recognise the state of Palestine on the basis of the 1967 borders with East Jerusalem as the capital, as established in UN resolutions, as a further positive contribution to securing a negotiated two-state solution to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. The motion was passed. The Dáil has spoken. But the Irish government stands refusing to do anything to advance it. Shame on Leah Bradker, Michal Martin and Eamon Ryan. And I thought I would I would finish uh, this week just with a a little resumitation, if I can find it here. Gomelesco Bamachit. And it's a, a recitation or a, a poem. It was written in 1918 by a, a woman called Florence Mary Wilson, a County Down woman. And she wrote it about uh, Thomas Russell. And, and Thomas Russell was from Cork. Uh, he was born in 1767. He served in India as a British Army officer and later became a magistrate in County Tyrone. But he resigned because of his radical beliefs. He, he became a very, very, very strong Republican. Like, for example, he refused to eat sugar because it was a product of slavery. And he was also one of the first uh, librarians at the Belfast Historic Linen Hall Library. And many of the people involved in the foundation of that fine institution were of the United Irish Society. They were United Irish men or women. So he was executed in uh, 17, no, it would have been 1803. And uh, his headstone in Downpatrick was provided by that fine woman, Marianne McCracken. So, uh, our, our friend Florence Mary Wilson wrote this song. It's, it's, well, it's not a song. I, I call it a, a resumitation. And it's, uh, it used to be really, really, really popular. And I, I would like to see these uh, 
older songs being revived. And I'm just puzzling myself here. I, I, I set this out earlier to uh, read. And now I can't find it, but give me a bomb at you. It'll only be a second. Getting it up. And just talk among yourselves while you're doing so. The man from God knows where. So here we are. Here we are, here we are, here we are. Into our town land on a night of snow rode a man from God knows where. And none of us bade him stay or go or deemed him friend or damned him foe. But we stabled his big roan mare. For in our town land were a decent folk and if he didn't speak, why, none of us spoke and we sat till the fire burned low. We're a civil sort on our wee place so we made the Circle wide round Andy Lennon's cheerful blaze and wished the man the length of his days and a good end to his ride. He smiled and under his slouchy hat says he, there's a bit of a joke in that, for we ride different ways. The whiles we smoked we watched him stir from his seat for Nance to glow. I nudged Joe Moore, you wouldn't dare to ask who he's for meeting there or how far he has to go. But Joe wouldn't dare nor Willie Boy Scott and he took no drink neither coat nor hat, this man from God knows where. It was closing time and late forby when us ones braved the air. I never saw worse may I live or die than to sleep that night, and says I, says I, you'll find he's for stopping there. But at scrake a day through the gabled pane I watched him spur in the pelting rain, and I juked from his roving eye. Two winters more than the troubles year, when the best that a man could feel was the pike that he kept and hiding near, till the blood of hate and the blood of fear would be rather nor rust on the steel. Us ones quit from mending the farms. Let them take what we give with the weight of our arms from Saintfield to Kilkeel. In the time of the hurry, we had no lead. We all of us fought with the rest, and if ever a man shook like a trembling reed, none of us gave neither hint nor heed. For ever, even we'd guessed. For we men of the north had a word to say, and we said it then in our own dire way, and we spoke as we thought was best. All lost are over, the women cried, for the stand and crops on the land, and many the sweetheart and many's the bride would leave her, have gone to where he died, and have warned her lone by her man. But us ones weathered the thick of it, and we used to dander along and sit on Andy's side by side, and what was it a scores going to and fro? The night would be wearing thin, yet never so late when we rose to go that someone would say, Do you mind on snow? And the man who come wandering in, and we'd all fall to talk again, if it by chance he was one of them, the man who went like the wind. Well, it was getting on past the heat of the year when I rode to Newton Fair. I sold as I could. The dealers were near only three pounds eight for the Innish steer and nothing at all for the mare. I met McKay in the throng of the streets, says he. The grass has grown under our feet since I hanged young Warwick here. And he told me that Bonnie had promised help to a man in Dublin town. Says he, if you have laid the pike on the shelf, you'd better go home hot foot by yourself and once more take it down. 
So by Cumber Road I trod at the grey and never cut corn till Killy Lay stood plain on the rising ground. For a weena days we sat waiting the word to rise and go at it like men. But no French ships sailed in the Clochy Bay and we heard the black news on a harvest day that the cause was lost again. And Joey and me and Willie Boy Scott we agreed to ourselves we'd life as not have been found in the thick of the slain. By but down Padraig jail I was bound to fur on a day I remember well, Feth, for when I came to the prison square, the people were waiting on hundreds there, and you couldn't hear stir nor breath. For the soldiers were standing grim and tall around the scaffold build there for Nance the wall, and a man stepped out for death. I was braving near the edge of the throng, yet I knowed the face again, and I knowed the set, and I knowed the walk, and the sound of a strange up-country talk, for he spoke out right and plain. Then he bowed his head to the swinging rope, whilst I said, please God, to his dying hope, and amen to his dying prayer, that the wrong would cease and the right prevail, for the man they hanged at Don Patrick's jail was the man from God knows where. Thank you, Thomas Russell. And thank you, Florence Mary Wilson, for those words. August Lishin, Rocky Mayor I, Chiefy May Shibsha, Arish, Winsultas and Amsher, Gunyeri and Ta Libsha.